survivors and welcome to Now That's What I Call Survival Horror, the first Aid Spray show where we discuss the music of Resident Evil and other games within the genre. My name is Cy and joining me on this episode is Steve. Hello. And uh, it wasn't all that long ago that I picked my top 10 tracks for Remake 2. And you know what? I thought I'm in that kind of mindset. I'm in that mood. We're going to follow it right up. We're going to do Remake 3. Um, it's a game we're going to not... <laughs> We don't need to get necessarily into the nitty-gritty of it. Please don't hit up the comments and tell us how much you dislike Remake 3 and why. Uh... Save the clock tower! <laughs> Save the clock tower! We've heard it all before, it's, please. It's still an go ongoing thing, isn't it? Because I made, yeah. because in preparation, you know, listening to the soundtrack, and I made like a dumb meme and tweeted it, and people were all saying why my opinion was wrong, and that was good fun. Like, But we're not here to talk about necessarily... <laughs> The quality of the game. We are here to talk about the soundtrack, but in a few words, Steve, how are you feeling about Resident Evil 3's reimagining? Like we're two years and a half after the fact now, so how are you feeling about it at this point? Honestly, I feel like I need to retread it again properly. Uh, it's the one that's been played the least out of the, like RE7 onwards batch, mm. uh, but I also think it's probably got my favourite like cinematic take to the entire thing. Yeah. I've said it before, but I feel like this is like the most movie-like and stuff that it it's really ever is. been. That's why, for me, I think it's one of my most played RE Engine games, just because it's so easy to... It's like bubblegum, mm. you know? It's just really easy in and out, sort of. As you say, it is quite... Not necessarily... I wouldn't... I mean, yeah, sure, short, if you like, but, I, you know, pacey as well. It's, it's just a good, fun time. I enjoyed it at the time, and I think as years have gone by, I appreciate it more and more. Um, we talked about the soundtrack at the time being pretty solid, so there is some good stuff in here to talk about. As usual, these top 10 tracks from the soundtrack are my personal picks. If you disagree with that, that's fantastic. That's what you should be talking about in the comments below. Let us know what songs from the soundtrack don't get mentioned here, or what you think deserve to be higher up, etc, etc. But yeah, it's all, it's all personal, innit? Right. <laughs> Very professional. Uh, so without further delay, let's jump right in then with number 10 which is Invincible Nemesis. I think this is probably a very uh, apt place to start because it's a, it's a nemesis, one of the many nemesis sort of songs on the soundtrack. It's not his outright theme, but it is a nemesis specific piece of music. Uh, specifically, this is the theme that plays uh, when he finally picks up the rocket launcher and you sort of have to duck and dive, you know, through the streets to avoid them. Uh, it's got all of those sort of good nemesis elements that sort of pervade through all of those nemesis tracks throughout the soundtrack. Uh, I find his actual theme to be kind of murky and sort of not all that interesting, to be honest. So it's not going to be in here. Um, but it's got lots of stuff, you know, the reverberating clang. Clang! Yeah, that, yeah. that's like the new part of the Nemesis texture. Um, and it might have like the dum 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 I'm not sure. Um, that is obviously... Oh, we talked about this, Kelsey and I, when we did the classic RE3 soundtrack. That sort of being a leitmotif of that game. And it does show up throughout this. Um... I actually had to actively check this because there's a, a brass melody in this that sort of tickled my brain. You know, when you hear something, you go, I know I've, I've heard that before. 
And yeah, <clears> in <throat> fact, that is something from Resident Evil 3 Nemesis. It's from the final battle theme of the original RE3. So it's really nice to hear it in here. I'm a bit of a sucker for that kind of thing, to be honest. You know, it, it's brass as well, so that helps. Um, yeah, it's just a great piece of new music that references the original is the way that I feel about it. It's got all these percussive sounds that feels like it's going to fall apart at any moment, which is great for what's going on on screen. Yeah, solid, basically. You see, I, I totally agree to the point where this actually wounds me as at number 10. Oh. If, 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 if roles were reversed, you know, this is, uh, this is close to the top spot for me. I, I, I wow. low-key love this track. I think it, there is a lot of, like, attachment to that Rocket Launcher Chase sequence as well, mm. uh, emotionally. It's also the demo, at least. You know, on the PlayStation, you can highlight an icon, it'll play some music. It's that as well. Oh, right, cool. Yeah, no, no, not to be um uncurely. <laughs> but yeah, th- this is the like peak Terminator music in a Resident Evil game. Me, especially <laughs> yeah. with the like. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it, totally Arnie. It's a, yeah, fantastic piece. I, I wholeheartedly think it deserves its spot on this list. But for me, it's higher. <laughs> Starting off with a big disagreement. You love to see it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, to be honest, and I'm not, this isn't a criticism of the track. Uh, some of this list was a little bit difficult to put together because the Resident Evil 3 2020 soundtrack isn't exactly something with a lot of depth. That, you know, not to say that I dislike this track by any means, but it's not like I had an abundance of choice. Uh, oh, agreed. You know, it certainly wasn't going to get left off, but something has to go last at the end of the day, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So, moving along, number nine. Rather simply, is called Laboratory. So we've talked before about sort of like plinky plonky stuff being the laboratory sound. Not just, probably not just in Resident Evil, just in general media that something kind of brings that to your brain. Um, and obviously this has got piano as its sort of leading instrument, so it definitely helps. Um, it's quite like Claire's Escape theme from Remake 2, which I talked about before. Is, it has an element of a lot of sort of medical drama to it, that plinky plonky piano, uh, which is fine in this case because the lab is under the hospital. So it actually, you can justify it a little bit. Um, it's not quite as gusto as the ones in RE2. It's not quite as uh, full blown, but it is essentially the escape theme for Remake 3, I would say. It's got a lot of pulse and drive to it. You feel like you're on a time limit. You've got to grab that vaccine and get the hell out of Dodge. Um, And I think it really encapsulates the feeling of being basically stuck in sort of an underground box. Nest 2 especially feels very claustrophobic compared to the, you know, Nest 1, if you like. Um, Yeah, lots of sealed platforms and shutters are down. Exactly. And you know that Nemesis is out there because you've just seen him as you've entered. He's, uh, you know, jobbed off one of your mates. Um, so, it, you know, it, that adds to the claustrophobia. The music has sort of like this claustrophobic break to it. And it's also got that, again, with the brass, heroic driving brass feel, which really feels like Jill sort of cutting through it all, saving the day despite all odds, which is, you know, a really nice note to end the game on. Because fair play to them, Leon and Claire are basically just trying to get out of Nest and survive. 
Jill's the trained professional here. She feels like she has a job to do. So it's instead of feeling like abject panic, there is like your own driving force to this one. Mm. Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned medical drama because I literally, at the start, when it's doing all this um, little piano ditties, I feel like we're about to break into a high pitched whine and see Hugh Laurie's face in a, <laughs> a house like fashion. Um, Totally in character for me. I'm going to say it's very Final Fantasy esque, <laughs> although uh, in this case it's not uh, it's not Nobuo Uematsu. It's the composer for Final Fantasy 13, which is, How is it? I believe Masahashi Hamazu. Uh, it'll it, be this, on this screen, bit, so yeah, it's on screen. So <laughs> yeah, th- this whole bit feels like any sequence in late FF13 where they're running to fight some horrible beastie on like an airship or something. I can totally see... What's the character's name? Is it Lightning? Yeah. Light, yeah, Lightning running in to start smashing stuff up to it, which is... I can hear that, yeah. I normally put in a Resident Evil game. Not, not, not a dismissive way. I, I, I understand that the, the, the comparisons between Leon and Claire's tracks, their escape tracks specifically, whereas this is obviously a bit more undercut. I mean, the sequence is longer for Jill, which is mm. probably for the best. Uh, it, it literally plays like... it. The lights have to kick in, don't they? I believe. Yeah, I think so. Before, but yeah... So it's not even like you're in there a little bit before it even starts undercurrenting belief, uh, bleeding in to the sound, which is nice. Uh, uh, not one I would necessarily have picked, but I can I can see what you like about it. I just also want to know if it's lupus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Fantastic. There you go. That's two references you probably didn't expect already. Final Fantasy Thirteen and House MD. <laughs> <laughs> It's the first day's Bray way. All right. Number eight, then, moving on, is Desperate Ascent. So the title kind of implies where this takes place in the game, but as a reminder, this is the bit where you climb to the top of the burning building before the boss fight with Nemesis. Um, It's quite a scripted sequence of the game, obviously, but it is very well put together cinematically, I think. Um, As we said, this is the most movie-like Resident Evil, perhaps, of all time. And the music, I think, definitely adds to it 100%. You've got that you know the clang trademark um (laughs) with nemesis on your tail and it has this sort of like creaking swell to it that becomes this low brass break that kind of weirdly sounds like jaws or something to me which again is quite appropriate feel like you're being hunted um Mm. yeah there's a lot of tension to this it's genuinely got a beating heart in it like the rhythm of it stops to just a for a while before everything comes back in Um, In terms of the melody, there's pretty much nothing beyond that little brass bit. It really is just percussion and noise that's driving you forward because melodies are there to tell you sort of emotional stories and this is not that. This is is all about making you clamber and climb and outrun the fire and, you know, leather daddy. It's all about... (laughs) It's all about the rhythm. So uh, I think it... This one is definitely a case of it so perfectly matches the action that's happening on screen. There is a, a recent bonus podcast episode we did around John Carpenter's The Thing, and this feels like 
if that film was more of an action film hmm. and like had big battle sex set pieces against uh, the the thing, you know, with like you know Kurt Russell obviously saying ludicrous amounts of swear words while chucking dynamite things. <laughs> this feels like this would be totally in place there. Hmm. Uh, I mean, it's probably the heartbeat that sells it for me because it feels very much like that ble- that brief little stab. <clears throat> excuse me. That brief little stab has a almost Ennio Morricone uh, energy to it. Very yes. that carpenters the thing vibe to it. I mean, it's great because also the bashing and clanging also feels like Jill smashing her shoulders against the walls acoustically as she's <laughs> going up. At least that's how the soundtrack sounds. To me, this is the one that most feels like they've taken Nemesis, like you know, Nemesis in the background stalking you in OG three, that kind of music, and then amping it up and yeah, up. Yeah, do you know what? And this You're is right. Natural, ex- yeah, it's natural. Like, uh, what's the term? Destination. Mm. That's probably not the not the right term, but that, that's what this track feels like to me. It's, it's yeah, just somewhere a bit between Carpenter and like OG Resident Evil Three. Like, I'm a very scientifically minded musical person, as you can tell. <laughs> I don't know why I sound like I'm Ringo Starr having a headache. But... <laughs> no, you're right. It is a it's a very clever evolution of the Nemesis sound. Like this to me sounds, as you've just said, a lot closer to Nemesis's 1999 theme than the one that's actually in the game, sort of like weird, mushy version of its theme that you mm. get in uh, in Remake 3. You're right, this is... Obviously, it's got a lot more going on rhythmically. It wouldn't really work as a, as a sort of general tension piece, but where it sits, certainly. Agreed. Number seven is The City Without Hope. to find mixed fuel uh, right. some cables <laughs> yep <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah there's um there's very few tracks in remake 3 well rather I should say there are a few tracks in remake 3 that don't just pay homage to the original but they outright remix them we don't really get a lot of that in remake 2 or even really remake 1 beyond save room themes and I guess like uh, the main hall a little bit um <clears throat> But Remake 3 does a little bit of that, and I like this one. You know, it has that familiar, sorrowful melody that you know from the classic game, but sort of when that trails off, when the last notes of that drift off, it kind of moves towards uh, modern RE engine style. You've got this sort of, like, soundscape of cluttering noises and, you know, the the distant sounds of devastation in Raccoon City's, uh, you know, alleyways and stuff like that. It gives you that big open and hollow feeling which is a great texture for raccoon city overall um it feels like a sort of question and answer between that familiar melody that we all know from the original re3 that sort of tickles the nostalgia centers of your brain and then the remake style of sound with all the churning and the violins being played completely in the wrong way it's fairly cut and dry this one there's not a lot to it it really is just that but uh yeah it works Works well. There's not a lot of horror music on this soundtrack, I would say, but uh, yeah. this, this is up there. Like rising tension stuff mm. and thriller stuff more than like you know outright scary. scary. I'm gonna die. Yeah. Oh my god. And I think this one, like you, you compared, like you mentioned the the, the remakes, 
uh, the, 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 its predecessor remakes. And I feel like this one's a bit more in, in a vein we haven't we haven't seen up until then, where it's a lot more riffing towards the original. Yeah. Like I, I know remix is the word, but this feels more like they, they literally grabbed the original, and augmented it with new modern. Absolutely. Don't, don't use modern conventions as a term. Um, but these like that, that, that there's like a creepy little heartbeat and like these other little weird like sci-fi sounds. I don't know how else to describe it. I'm, I'm not actually that musically well educated, everybody. Let's be real. We know what we know on the show that Steve's like, going, oh, it's like that thing. <laughs> like that thing that I know. But this is the one that, like, obviously I recognise it from OGRE3, but I could easily take this track and play it over, like, walking through, let's say, Horror Game in a Sewer or mm. the Nuclear bl- the, the, the nuclear Destroyed Bunkers in, like, a Fallout or mm. a Crypt filled with the undead it is that on tone for a dead place that is now just sick yeah uh, i kind of yeah it, it makes it so it's a bit more generally useful i don't know i don't know if that's the right term but it feels like this could be much more wide cast than just a resident evil game despite the fact it's a recognizable resi track for me you're right actually you've i totally see where you come from this is just really horror music to a t isn't it <laughs> well that's the thing i agree that it's more Tense thriller stuff, but I, c- I could throw this on like any any other like environment, and it feels like it would still mm. fit purpose. Mm. Mm. I don't know. I, I I genuinely think it's a fantastic piece, though. But that might be again OG biases bleeding through. Yeah, that, obviously that is going to be a thing, and it's there that way on purpose, isn't it? It's to kind of like give you that warm and fuzzy, you know, in your survival horror game. Um, but it's funny because and. It, <laughs> People say that Resident Evil 3 Remake departs the most from uh, the original compared to the other remakes, but in terms of the music, it's the one that's the closest because it's got stuff like that. You know, that's, mm. that doesn't necessarily need to be like a big broad statement. I'm not trying to make any big, you know, hoo-ha about it, but it is you know, a fun observation nonetheless. Yes, uh, the, the, the meme of uh, you know, Giga Chad and the overly talkative, talkative boy, you know... It, the, the retelling of the game is the overly talkative boy, and the Giga Chat is the re- retellings of the OG soundtrack. Just like <laughs> I, I'm not good with memes, you, you know what I mean. Internet, calm down. Yeah, somebody make that. Number six is main menu. So this one's a bit of a cheat uh, because it doesn't really show up when you look up the soundtrack. Uh, but as we said, what's actually when you look up the soundtrack, what's actually on there seems to be uh, lacking in general when you look on the sort of like Spotify and your iTunes, etc. There might be lots of stuff missing. But you know, my justification is uh, that it's part of the game, so it counts. Um, so there you go. Uh, when Remake 3 dropped, I remember sitting at this menu for a while and just kind of like uh, letting this wash over. It's got this really oppressive ambience to it. And despite the fact that Nemesis is right there staring you what's up, you know, telling you what's up, staring at your face on the menu, you can't avoid him. It does have a weird air of mystery to it. Like, you you don't know quite what you're about to get into, which I kind of like. Um mainly it's not there's not much to it its main sort of driver is this weird rise and fall of sound 
like a wave or a zombie moan or something like that. In fact, listening to it, you know, just now, something about it reminded me of Alien, come to think of it. Yeah, that's that's actually in my notes. Mm. Well, there you go then. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, as we said, this is the most action-focused remake, so it doesn't have a lot of horror music, but this is the kind of unsettling music that I want on my Resident Evil title screens. Thank you very much. I mean, gone are the days of, like, big stingers and dramatic music. It's, it's the ominous ambient tone with giant staring baddie. I'll take both if I can, personally, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, look, I'm not saying this may or may not have been near the top of my list, despite how simple it is. Like, if, if Steve was doing RE3Rs, now that's what I call, this This would this could be up in top three for me. Nice. Like, it's not because it's just got like, the ominous tone of a cinematic great, but I really can, listening in a vacuum, can I, I can just picture, you know, like the, the first Alien film and the second Alien film, I think, in fact, where the, the text is slowly bleeding in, yeah. Like, I can totally just picture, like, the, the, the R, the E, the S, the I, you know? Like, mm. this, this is very much like, this is Ridley Scott's Resident Evil. <laughs> uh, which is, yeah, or just Alien Nemesis. This is the most Hollywood parallel feeling thing. And this actually does feel like proper horror music. Like, I mean, in, in, in comparison to Alien, that's normally like, ha ha ominous like things but not scary at yeah. least for the title call whereas this is like Brownie Matrasby <laughs> um, it's definitely yeah, the scariest stop. thing in RE3 remake I think in terms of music uh, and it's just got Nemesis staring at you <laughs> like come on then you think you're on bring on <laughs> <laughs> come on then you think you're on <laughs> or as he says stars that's right alright number five is Secret Hope Two cheap ones in a row, to be honest. Um, if KDB can do this with the classic RE3, then I can do it as well, as far as I'm concerned. Um, this track, if you were to look up the soundtrack for RE3 Remake, might not necessarily be on it, but it is in the game. Although, it does first appear in Remake 2, which is interesting. So, specifically, it plays uh, once you've put the medals in, and you can sort of go under the, the statue to the secret room where there's a save room. Speak to Marvin before he tells you to basically, you know, leave him behind. Uh, and then Just go. Yeah. Voot, voot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's where it plays. In Remake 3, specifically it plays in the cutscene where Jill meets uh, UBCS uh, team for the first time. And that's where it stands out the most to me. If I hear this music, uh, this piece of music in a vacuum, I don't think about the RE2 bit. It's just like a moment. Um, this cutscene feels like a a way bigger deal and a way bigger part of Remake 3, and that's probably why. I can hear the lines over the mu of that over the music, you know, the city is completely cut off, you know, all that stuff. Uh, it's one of my favourite scenes in the game, to be honest. Um, it's got William Hope in it. It was already, like, going to be up there. Oh, absolutely. That, yeah, exactly. Mikhail steals the show. It's a brief moment of calm in sort of the ramshackled and sort of sort of defended area of safety with the soldiers down here trying to evac citizens. Um... Both 
RE2 and RE3's use of this is kind of like, you know, take a breath and sort of look towards the horizon a little bit. You've got out of the RPD in theory. Obviously, it doesn't really plan out. And cool, you've found some potential teammates and a plan. Um, so it's, it is kind of like a bit of a hopeful piece of music. And I just feel like it fits Remake 3 better. Uh, you wouldn't necessarily know that it came from Remake 2 originally. But again, maybe that's just down to my preference on the scenes. No, no, I, I get it. I mean, when 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 you put this uh, forward as your number five pick, I was very, is this in Resident Evil 2, really? And then I listened to the link, <laughs> and oh, oh my God, it is. Uh, to the point where, just before recording, I have to ask Sai, where, where are these bits in the game? Because <laughs> you know, I, I am actually a hashtag fake Resident Evil fan. That's all right. So I'll tell you what, for a little bit more context, when I did Remake 2, I listened to the entire soundtrack. When this came up, I was like, what? This is from, but this is Remake 3. Has someone put the wrong thing in? <laughs> so there you go. I had to look it up myself. So Wait a minute. <laughs> Something's not right. Exactly. My main note for this is, like, you know, again, Steve compares everything to everything else because he's imaginative. This feels like we've accidentally started doing the Parasite Eve 2 soundtrack at <laughs> the time. Because it does feel like I know I know you haven't listened to that OST yet, side, but mm. this feels like it could have been plucked straight out of it. It's mm. got that exact kind of tone uh, for it to be very wistful and investigative, while also being a bit creepy. Uh, mm. Which is strange, considering this is like normally in both games where hope is on the up, right? Yeah, for sure. But I, I get I get unnerved by it in a good way. In a good way. Yeah. Uh, yeah Noise. It's strange. It's a bit perplexing. Yeah, it's strange. <laughs> you know how music can do that because it. It's not a threatening piece of music, but there is something uneasy about it. I think it's like the tubular bells effect. Sure, which yeah. shouldn't be a terrifying track, but... Mm, true. Okay, number four is Fighting in the Flames. So the name in this one should give it away, but uh, if you don't remember exactly, this is the boss fight from the rooftop uh, with Flamethrower Nemesis. It's a great moment of the game, um, and this music sort of reflects Jill having her first real showdown with the B.O.W. It's got all the sort of clanking and the clanging that persists throughout the score. It's got the clang again, um, and that Terminator-esque RE3 Nemesis beat, the dun 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 dun, dun. Uh, which actually feels like I think it's been a little bit sped up for this. So I don't know. Maybe that shows how high stakes everything is. Let's get that even <clears> that bit you remember is uh, getting faster and faster. Um, about a minute in, it's it's your standard big you know badass cinematic affair. About a minute in though, it has this great reflection of the pressure and the heat of the battle because it really starts to all swirl around you. Uh, you know, Jill's quite literally dealing with the flamethrower, so heat was clearly a pun there. Um, there I, is. I wonder. I was going to say, not not to interrupt, but I do wonder if, like, obviously the way that the soundtrack is scored, there will be some level of dynamicism, dynamic uh, dynamicism mm. in the game. I do wonder if that swell is when you literally pop his tank. Oh, it might well be. Yeah, it might well be. Obviously, like trying to put this together in a vacuum, 
Um, yeah, that obviously some... we're going with the score as opposed to the in-game score. No, but so... it's a good point, and you know who doesn't love dynamic music like that? You know, in video games where it evolves as you do things, always nice. Um, the only other thing I have was uh, there's we talked about sort of like there being a, a military feel in the original RE3. Uh, this game doesn't really have that so much, but it is in this one a little bit. It's got a bit of a march to it in places. Mm. I, I think it's a, it's one of the standout themes of the, of the OST. If mm. I'm honest, like. I have a bias towards boss themes, I think we've already discovered. This is like the most unique Nemesis encounter, I think, in the entire game, when you break it down. Like the quadruped could have been a G4 in yeah. Remake 2 yeah. if they tried hard enough. Instead, it's the same boss fight twice. Whereas this, we've got this big, dynamic, exploding rooftop with a flamethrower-equipped Nemesis. Fantastic. This is, Like you said, this is the one that feels <clears throat> like it's riffing a lot on our, the OG RE3, but sped up. Mm. You know, I think it maintains its own identity by basically purchasing, uh, stealing the Terminator-style rhythm to it. <laughs> oh, this one, this track in particular, and I, I, it's not my favourite boss theme, but if they were to ever make another versus Capcom fighting game, this is easily his theme, 100%. That'd be it's got awesome. that kind of pulsy, violent rhythm to it. Um, I could totally see him beating the living daylights off, uh, let's see, Arthur from Ghouls and Ghosts with it or something. <laughs> uh, yeah. Good times, good times. They're definitely feeling the heat, pun intended. <laughs> You're right, actually. It's always nice when, like, and maybe it wouldn't, I don't know, would it feel just as integral and interesting a part of the game without such hype music? It makes you wonder. Uh, but it definitely is nice when those two things combine because you're right, it stands out as being like a really original, cool idea. Um, mm. but yeah, also it gets this great piece of music to go with it, so... I mean, the, the, the best boss fight themes always tend to riff on both player and opposition in yeah. some kind of form, don't they? And this one definitely feels like that if the da-da-da-da-da-da is mm. Nemesis, then I guess the the, uh, the, the the clang and bang around doesn't really fit for Jill, but um, the, the, the concept is that, you know, that there will be multiple different things going yeah. on. Yeah. Okay, let's move a little bit. Well, let's move quite late into the game. Number three is Determined to Find Carlos. So this one, as the name suggests, takes place when uh, Jill wakes up in the hospital and finds that Carlos has gone off without her. You get your gear back, the hospital opens up a little bit more now and you can go grab the last of the goodies that you might have spotted but couldn't get to. You already know that the hunters are out there now, you've dealt with them previously, but as Jill, you've got this sort of renewed drive and hope to you, especially because you've got all your gear back, so that certainly helps. Uh, and you've just scooped up a magnum in theory. Uh, the music represents that in name and in feel it's not without its tension by any means but it's also certainly not big hero music either it's it's got this combination of the long drawn out notes like music on the wind that we often talk about with resident evil uh, but it's also got this bass pulse that feels like jill sort of gritting her teeth stomaching her fear and getting on with it it's not flashy it's not big it's not particularly even that inventive I just think, uh, again, we talked about the rare case of spooky music in Remake 3, but when it does it, it does it really well. 
And we all love the hospital, and it feels so correctly, especially after the first round of the hospital where everything's deeply terrifying uh, and there isn't any music. It feels so perfect to come after that. You're not completely in the clear. This is still a scary place. But now you're venturing back out there, you kind of know a little bit what to expect. Mm. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, there's, there's, there's something very Hollywood haunted house about it. <laughs> like, the, it, it, how do I describe the the, the, the fact that, that you know you, you know it is dangerous, and, and then you got you got you get to persevere, and you're not really in, in any other threat. And then there's like a, almost a montageness to it. Yeah, where it's like doing the dun 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 not building up to anything dramatic, you know, uh, and then on a, a few listens after that, my brain just switched to, this is like totally the bad guy faction, the strategy games, base building music. <laughs> like you, you're just building evil science and evil tanks, but it's just preparation. It's not any combat. It's just preparing. You know, it's all build up and you're marching towards some kind of uncertain dro- doom. This is the kind of thing that Wesker has as MP3 player while he's doing his schemes. You know, uh, in a good way, you know. I, I yeah. think it's it's a it's a nice little tense piece. It's very thriller, not mm. as in thriller with Michael Jackson, as in thriller as in horror action movie stuff. Yeah, for sure. We've got the sort of like it, maybe it's not Wesker who's listening to this. Maybe it's Nikolai because you've got that pursuit of yeah. Nikolai down underneath the city and that kind of thing. So, yeah, I can certainly see that. Number two is Metamorphosis. So this boss uh, kind of famously on the Discord server drove me nuts because uh, on the harder difficulties I really struggled with it. But at least the music was hype. Uh, this is of course the final battle against giant blob Dark Souls nemesis. Um, <laughs> what a name! <laughs> we got sort of a lot of lead into it, but when you get there, you get that big familiar melody like a wall of sound kicks in plus it's got that pulse the pulse from re3 nemesis just screams nemesis you don't get that up until this point in the game i'm pretty sure it doesn't really occur throughout the soundtrack until now and it's all in your face it gave me chills the first time and it still you know makes me feel things um for all the departures that remake 3 does take in its soundtrack and it does you know as we previously discussed go over old stuff Doing this boss theme over in big cinematic fashion was the right move. Absolutely. Uh, you got the brass and the strings just harmonizing together wonderfully and around each other outside of the main melody as well. They kind of, you know, weave back and forth. Um, and it manages to just about stay the course of Remake 3 specifically because that clang is still in there. So it is still Remake 3 and not just a remake <laughs> of an existing piece of music. It goes, oh yeah, Remake 3, I'm just going to smack a bin lid. There you go. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yes. so it's, the clang is buried under everything else, much like Nemesis is still you know, is buried under the blob, I suppose you could say. Mm. <laughs> like... As, as the final boss theme, it totally fits. Like, as a love letter to the OG boss theme, I think it fits pretty mm. damn spectacularly. 
But this is this is this is this is game like to what's the, is it ludonarrative dissonance? I think that's the big word. Oh, we don't know that one. The, the OST is writing a check that the battle itself can't sell for me <laughs> because unless you're playing on the hard, super hard difficulties, Nemesis is an absolute pushover. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Like, yeah. It, it, it's, it's, it's such a strange thing because I mean that also just plays into the fact that Jill is just so goddamn awesome she'll rip in a five seconds which is entirely true and 100% canon and stop sleeping on a Capcom but anyway <laughs> right, uh, there's a the, the thing that took me away listening to this again in vacuum is that there's an entire latter half of the track that people probably ain't gonna hear because Nemesis dies so fast that's the thing that annoys me like, unless, you you know, it's either Nemesis is going to die really fast or Jill's going to be punched ten times in a row if you're on, like, super hard Inferno mode. Mm. The Rising Choir is the bit that got me. We're like, oh, oh, oh okay, yeah. we're going a bit CV with this. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Why not, uh, why not, not throw everything it, at it? <laughs> yeah, no, it, uh... It's it's such a strange thing that my bias is that why is the boss fight too easy? <laughs> but overall, yeah, fantastic little piece. Uh, I don't know if it's my favourite boss thing. Mm. I think that still is all the way back at number ten. <laughs> <laughs> but this is this is a frigging banger. Like in the in the list of like all Resident Evil boss themes, this one is pretty good. It's pretty yeah. good. It's definitely the most carpentry, uh, mm. which obviously is because of the yeah the for sure thing going on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's that yeah that that pulse kind of thing feels very. RE3 Nemesis it, to me, definitely. Yeah, oh, it's definitely it's like a unique synth sound mm. for the these two games. Mm. Yeah, uh. it's it, yeah, you know, fair fair point on easier modes that you will barely get a chance to appreciate this theme to be honest because it'll be over so quick and probably struggling as much as I did on later difficulties is probably why I appreciate it as much as I do because it really it matched my like white knuckle fight against this boss so mm. you know it maybe it's a little bit cheap to pick a nostalgic one for number two but uh it's about to get even cheaper perhaps i think <laughs> <laughs> i think everyone could see this one coming a mile off i've already talked about this when we talked about the original resident evil 3 soundtrack so it was probably not surprising to say that number one is city of ruin So yeah, as I say, this isn't a surprise because I said to Kelsey in our RE3 uh, soundtrack discussion that not only do I think it's the best track from the original Resident Evil 3, it may well be the best song in the entire series. Uh, this version isn't quite as good as the original for me, and maybe some of that is nostalgia, but uh, I think it's still a testament to how powerful the melodies within it still are, that it works wonders today. 
all you know conflicting melodies different instruments sort of float in and out of each other uh you know most of which we know from our times playing the original game some of it's new but most of it's familiar uh it's got this like arpeggio of strings that's new and is a really nice addition to it that just like seamlessly fits in yeah it feels like jill's little footsteps have their own music yeah beat. there you go i like it um it's also got this weird stomp in the background that it, it almost sounds like it's been processed underwater which is interesting and you know that's your monstrous heartbeat if you like maybe that's nemesis's foot, footsteps behind uh, or it's you know just the infected core of raccoon city beating away it's really Ooh, yeah. yeah yeah there you go <laughs> um it's really hard to talk about your number ones every time we do this because it's just like you just go i love it and i don't know why but the moods that it conveys and the image that it brings to mind is just Raccoon City personified to me. Um, oh, this is going to sound like a wild overstatement, but if this song wasn't in the remake, that's pretty much like doing Remake 2 and not having the RPD bell for me, because this song mm. is Raccoon City. No, I agree. I think, I'm not sure where it sits in the fandom, but at least I know for, like, Psy, this is... This is the E1M1. This is the, <laughs> yeah. the RPD Hall. This is the wandering about of Resident Evil 3. This is the peak main theme to it. And, you know, I I know, like, I, I can say I enjoy it and I can see the parallels between this and OG RE3. And while I'm not sure where I'd sit it on the soundtrack list for me, me personally, I know it would be there because it is a great horror piece. Mm. I, I more appreciate the fact that it's it's... Probably one of the strongest ties. This is this is very self-flagellating moment. This is one of the strongest ties to first aid spray in itself. Yeah, sure. Because little do the listeners know that back in season one, there was a piece of music Cy wrote mm. that was somewhat inspired by the OG version of this. Yeah, for sure. Which then threw lines into the, the synth-based remake of this, uh, which now we've got a synthy remake of the original RE3 t- track. So it's all come full circle, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Uh, it, it's, it's beautiful how it's gone. That Maybe I'm a bit nostalgia-blind to it, but it feels like we've gone from OG, Cy makes a tune, Modern Memory remixes a tune, and Capcom comes and remakes the original <laughs> tune. It's just like, oh, that's, that's kind of lovely, isn't it? And uh, yeah, it's, it, as, a, as a whole... Uh, size right there's a very unnerving sickness to it all which is obviously about the lower sewer don't at me <laughs> yeah no uh, I, I i can totally see why you'd pick it because i, I know you know you so <laughs> yeah I, know. I, I can totally justify it yeah i think it's a great one yeah it's uh it's just got everything as you say the sickness is such a great way to put it and that sort of like tragedy the sort of like hopelessness you know we've gone past the point of no return you're in the final hours of what used to be a bustling if you like metropolis in the remake version small town in the mm-hmm. originals but uh yeah just it's so perfect for sort of like the final hours of that location there you go like uh john carpenter's funeral dirge it's <laughs> It's the end of the world. It's coming, but it's not here yet. <laughs> it's my funeral, dirge. Don't play it at my funeral, actually. That's quite depressing. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be tempted, but I think it's a bit it's a step too far. <laughs> so I jump straight out of the cat and goes, Ah, I got you, you <laughs> lovely people. I only did it just to see Have if you week. would play it. <laughs> Have a week. Yeah. <laughs> right, well, before I wish everyone a week, I do have a couple of uh, honourable mentions. Uh, another one of them <laughs> is another cheat, to be honest. Uh, save room no 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 not free from fear the re2 save room theme um 
it is basically the version that's on the Biohazard orchestral album, I think, maybe even one-to-one. -one. I haven't actually checked if they just dragged and dropped it, but it is essentially that. Uh, but basically, it's just a chance to sing its praises. You know, it's a, got, it's, it's a great extension of the RE2 save room theme, which is obviously quite a short loop, as with all save room themes. Uh, and it kind of lets it go off in its own direction. And I really love that they used it here sort of knowingly after people didn't like the version in Remake 2 that sort of plays and trails, trails off and that's it. You don't really hear it again. Um, mm. and There's also, two, isn't there? Is yeah, there is. There's the model viewer version, which is like the fully extended one. But obviously in-game, you don't really get to hear the save room themes. But in Remake 3, when you go to the RPD, it's great because you get the RE2 save room theme, which just feels right. Uh, and you mm. get like a fully... Like a full version of it instead of just a few notes that sort of, uh, sort of, I don't know, decides it's done and get and leaves. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, so, uh, you only play with five quid. I'm going now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and my other one is Battle Against the Beast. Um, it's just a great boss fight theme. Um, I think this is the one against the what you were saying, the sort of quadrupedal nemesis uh, outside the clock tower. I think. Um, yeah, it's very cinematic sounding. It's not quite as good as any of the others that we previously mentioned for me. I really like the way that it builds up. It's got sort of orchestra versus sort of like this glitchy electronic thing going on, which is quite interesting, but the soundtrack doesn't generally do that. Uh, and also there's some electric guitar in the background of it, which I didn't notice until I was preparing for this, which again, typically not a thing. So it's, it's cool that it tries some stuff, but in terms of its quality, it didn't really stick out as much as the other boss fight themes. Yeah, which is a shame, really, when you think about it, because a lot of the other ones have a through line, and this one just deviates that a bit too, too far. Too much, yeah. Yeah. Solid picks, like, I, I, I agree. Uh, RE, the RE2R thing surprised me, you know, with the RE, with the, the fact that it's a safe theme from an older album. Mm. Um, I, I didn't realise that. I actually thought they just, you know, stole it from the previous remake, but no, no, okay, cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm still hearing the comment section saying save the clock tower side, so I think we should probably wrap up before we get to. <laughs> All right, well, uh, let us know what you like and dislike about Resident Evil 3 2020's soundtrack, specifically, in the comments below. Uh, let us know which of these you disagree with. Uh, please be civil if you can. Make sure you subscribe. We put out an episode of this show every other month, but you can hear it early over on our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Pod. Links are in the description, of course. Steve, thank you for joining me. You're very welcome. And have a good week, everyone.